Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Chris Smith. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of The Co-Team. Please welcome Chris Smith. Well, hi, Chris. How are you doing today? Doing really well, Tom. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thanks for being with us again. Well, Smartpreneurs, we're going to talk about, uh, go to, dig a little bit deeper into uh, a new blog that uh, Chris wrote for the Smartpreneur blog. And it's called uh, Use Meeting Agendas. You know, a lot of us uh, schedule meetings and then they get there and they go, okay, what do you want to talk about, right? And so uh, there's a, there's probably a better way to do that. And I know I read the blog and I'm, I know that there is. So let me dig in some questions here and Chris will fill you in on his, with some of his great wisdom. <laughs> so Chris, I guess just to start off, you know, why should these, why should our smartpreneurs even use meeting agendas? You know, what's the purpose here? I think one of my favorite comments and you hear it a lot is someone saying, you know, meetings suck. How do we just not have meetings anymore? And I think what they're actually speaking to is meetings that are run poorly. I think if a meeting is run really well, I think people would actually be really appreciative of the value that comes out of them and to really get the most value out of that meeting time. Because we're usually putting a lot of pretty highly competent, usually well-compensated people into a room together. So we would like to get a lot out of it. And to do that, we have to have a proper agenda. Um, and there's different strategies for thinking about that. For instance, you know, in the blog, we talk about one-on-one -on -one agendas, the idea of, you know, a manager and a subordinate kind of thing. But you can also have the same idea for group meetings and team meetings and all-hands meetings. But having a really well-fleshed agenda will make sure you get the most out of that time. Um, and actually, once people start doing them, I think they'd actually say, hey, we can't imagine not doing these meetings anymore. They get so much out of them because of the agendas that they use. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So, uh, in in the in the Smartboard blog this week, you break down uh, individualized goals to break up and, and define those that meeting time. Uh, can you take us through those? So, depending upon the person that you're meeting with, you may use some or all of these things with a given individual, and it kind of depends on the department they're in and if they manage other people themselves, and so on and so forth. But one of my favorites is to start off every meeting with five minutes on personal. I want to know if this person's busy moving, getting divorced, going through a hard time with something in their life, maybe has a sick relative. It's really important to really kind of connect back at a human level with everybody. And I think we get so busy, we almost forget to do it. 
But when we start tasking employees with things, whatever it is that they might do, if we lose track of where they're at at a personal level, how are we expecting that we're ever going to get the most out of them at a professional level? And so that's always the way I like to start with that. The next thing I like to understand is what other meetings are they sitting in? Um, Sometimes those people are sitting in meetings that aren't serving our company. They're not serving the people they're meeting with, and it's not serving the person that's stuck in the meeting. And so I like to really understand what they're up to and then making sure we're really streamlining and thinning out their schedule as best we can. Um, I like to understand the things that they're interacting with across departments. So quite simply, if, if you're in sales, do you interact with accounting and project management? If you're in project management, who do you interact with? When you start to ask people about how things are going cross-departmentally, sometimes you pull on some really interesting threads, like, oh, the people in such and such a department are actually causing problems for lots of other people. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that when I was just looking at them individually, but collectively, I kind of get it now. Um, I start thinking about what we're doing from an employee development perspective. So, for instance, are they part of a training program? Do they need to be attending up? manufacturers training or an educational seminar or something like that because we're trying to get our people to be better. Um, I also think about are they training other people below them? So for instance, if they have subordinates, what are their subordinates up to? Because I might not ever get to hear what those training plans are. Imagine Mm -hmm. somebody I'm meeting with isn't going through their own development and isn't developing the people below them. I can almost tell you the net result is not going to be good in the long run. Um, We think about KPIs, how we're measuring given departments. It's going to obviously look different department by department, but we start to really think about if something's breaking, how would we catch it? So what's a really simple metric to say the thing's gone off the rails with this given individual? And no matter what they say or think or feel, if this number is bad, we know we have problems. And then usually we start to cover initiatives like things. What are they working on generally? Oh, well, we're working on these three or five things that are special to them. How's it going? Anything standing in your way? Chances you might miss your particular objectives or timings. And usually that's our opportunity to flesh out if we've got other work that needs to be done to help support them. And then I always look two weeks ahead and I try and compare our calendars to make sure, oh, you're going to be away on vacation. I guess we should move that. I'm going to be away on vacation. I guess we should move that meeting. Or maybe I need to delegate these things to someone else while one of us is away. So it really kind of gives us a very cohesive approach for most employees, no matter what they do. Very good. Very good. Well, it, it the, what, the word that keeps ringing through my head is discipline, right? You need to be very disciplined about this. So, uh, you know, some people are, are new to discipline, right? Uh, so if, if you're new to really kind of getting yourself in that mode of that discipline, where should they start? Where do they get the biggest bang for the buck? Yeah, the, the first part is in allowing others to call you out. So any person in the company is and was allowed to hold you accountable all the way up into the ownership of the company. So my statement to a subordinate is we're going to meet every week. We're going to meet every week on this day at this time, and I will not fail. And if you see me in another meeting, you are authorized to come in and go grab me because we have our meeting scheduled. And I don't want to let you down. And I don't think you want me to let you down. So can you help hold me accountable to having this meeting with you? Because it's really that important. Um, The idea of telling others what your intentions are and then allowing them to help you get there, I think is really powerful. And so start by telling others what your intentions are. And I think you'll then naturally follow through because you won't want to let them down. Very good. Very, very sage advice. 
<laughs> All right, Smartpreneurs, I hope you enjoyed that. I, I know uh, I certainly did. I learned some things today. I hope you did as well. Uh, again, thanks, Chris. If you'd like to read any of so. uh, the Smartpreneur blogs, just simply go to uh, simplyreliable.com and click on the resources tab, and you'll see the Smartpreneur blog there. And you can also watch the Smartpreneur podcast as well. So check them out. And of course, you can check them out anywhere else that you uh, listen to podcasts currently. Uh, Chris, again, thank you so much. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you and uh, maybe uh, utilize your services, what's the best way for them to do that? Absolutely. Would love to hear from them. You can reach out via email, chris at thecoteam.com. That's chris at the, T-H-E-C-O, team, T-E-A-M.com. Awesome. Thanks again. All right, Smartpreneurs, thanks for being with us. Uh, we'll see you again next time on the Smartpreneur Podcast. Have a great week.